Matt at the Dirt Media. Do you want to pass me a diaper for my motherfucking head? Gotta give you a new one. La 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 Welcome to Color You Next Tuesday, the fucking We're the reality comedy podcast featuring us, Kristen, and Will. On our podcast, we cover all kinds of interesting topics, how we feel about them, and we do it explicitly. So here's your vulgar language warning. We also must add that we will discuss adult topics and triggering topics. So seriously, listening discretion is always fucking advised. Although we would never intentionally be ugly about our topics or our reactions, this is reality comedy, people. It's supposed to be silly. That's what comedy fucking means. But if you find our topics or the things we say offensive, chances are we aren't the podcast for you. And that's absolutely motherfucking okay. Kick rocks. You like that? Yep. So don't let the earbud hit you, and don't let the heat ear. Were you drunk when you did this, William? Don't let the the heat ear. Sorry, yeah, talk about it. And don't let the earbud hit you in the twat on your way out the door. That's right, Kristen. Don't let that bud hit you with a good lord split you. And you can take that judgmental stick right out of your ass so we can shape the shit. Nope, nope, nope. And you can also take that judgmental stick right out of your ass so we can shake the shit the fuck up. Welcome back, cunt muffins! In this episode, we're gonna check in or lose our shit with a pissy fit. We're gonna share the story of Not My Baby. We're gonna tune into CYNT News and see who's down the clown. And you know us, we're gonna shake shit the fuck up. So if you're driving, give that horn a tickle. If you're drinking, take a sip. And if you're not really doing anything, well, sit back while we shake the shit the fuck up for you. Let's move this fucking into the check-in or the pissy fit. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Um, business or leisure? Um, it's business, bitch. Is it, though, William? It's always business. It's always business, bitch. I don't know if that's true. Sadly, I don't think either one of us have a pissy fit this week. We're both check-ins. Yeah, okay. that's true. Cool. William, I'd like you to go first this week. Uh, okay. All right, do I'll it. I'll do it. All right. So uh, my check-in is, this is kind of silly, and this didn't happen, I wouldn't, it happened like late last year, but I was reminded this morning when I was showering to get ready to come into work, and I just started, you know how you like think of something, you just start giggling a little yeah. bit. And <laughs> oh, totally. That's my whole I'm life. starting to giggle right now. So, Cut Muffins, Kristen and I have a mutual friend who is also a client mm-hmm. of ours. Her name is Deanna. And she's, you know, she's like yeah. one of our favorite people, yeah. though we have many favorite people, right? Right. So, Deanna used to come into the salon very often to mm-hmm. get her hair done, yeah. you know, color, haircut, and, you know, just visit with us, mm-hmm. which is always, we love when I we know, have people so we fun. know mm-hmm. come in because it's always so much fun. It's which not like is, work. It's majority of the time, it's sure. always people we know. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Deanna, um, sadly, moved further out from the city. I told that bitch many times how far she fucking moved. Right. So she doesn't get to come in as much as she used to. And it had been it had been a, a good amount of time yeah. um, that she hadn't visit. Right. You know, she hadn't come in to see us. So late last year, she came in for the first time, and it had been a while. Yeah. And so you and I both worked her in for both of us to mm-hmm. kind of help her out or whatever. And I was putting on her color for mm-hmm. her. And because she hadn't been in a while, she didn't know that we had brought on Kayla to become a new member of our team. Correct. So Deanna comes into the salon and she sits down and she starts asking me questions about, um, you know, who's that, who's this other girl? And I was like, I'm going to totally fuck with Deanna. Like, I have an opportunity here. (laughs) Oh, yes, I remember. (laughs) I have an opportunity here to really shake shit up. And that's what I'm going to fucking do. So. (laughs) I do remember this. Fucked up, right? (laughs) It was awesome. So, Cut Muffins, I'm the type of character that anytime I get a chance to really fuck with people, like, in a foolish way. Yeah, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it, right? you're going to go balls deep with it. Like, I brought a fucking fart machine today to work. It was great. I knew it. It was great. I fucking knew it. I've also done that to Kayla, like, way long ago, in the first couple of months of her being there. And that was You're just awful. You're an awful person. So, Kristen and I's friend, Deanna, asked me to give her some info about Kayla. And she's like, so who is that girl? girl. It was new to her, not... Kayla wasn't new to us. And I'm like, oh, she, you know, she's, you know, she's been in here helping us and stuff. Well, we also had um, an extra assistant that day because we were really, really fucking busy. And it happened to be the daughter of another client who needed, like, extra money on the side, like, to get work experience. Young girl. She's like... 16 right yeah so she was also there and she was like well who's that other girl and i was like i don't know deanna kristen signed us up for this like fucking program or something i don't know so like the state of georgia she's like what kind of (laughs) (laughs) fucking brilliant this is good it's so funny brilliant it's so funny so she's like what kind of program and i'm like i don't know it's like some kind of like like re-entering the workforce out of prison (laughs) I, I seriously... I had no idea you were doing this, I, by the way. I, I wish that I had recorded me doing this because you guys would fucking laugh at how stellar I was at pulling this off. So she's like... Deanna's like, what do you mean? Like, prison? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, well, what do you... Like, what did they do? And so she's asking me questions about Kayla. And I said, I don't know. Like, Kayla, um, she was... She's like on parole for like murder but it was like not like the the worst kind like not like first degree murder like you know not the worst but like murder but she's free and she learned to do hair while she was imprisoned <laughs> and now she's entering the workforce so we we've signed up for this fucking non-existent government assistant program to come in and start working for us and then she asked about Etta, who was working the front desk, and she was like, "Well, what about her?" And I said, "Oh, she's a she's a habitual shoplifter <laughs> with a side of salt." 
<laughs> but but yeah. she's really sweet, but she's also kind of weird. So Deanna's like eating this shit up. Meanwhile, <laughs> I pass Deanna off to you to get ready for her haircut. Yep. As I'm walking by Kayla, she's working on a client of her own. And I walk up to Kayla's ear like very quietly and I said, You're a convicted felon. Play along. <laughs> And she turned, Kayla turns and looks at me and goes, what? And I was like, just play along. Just play along. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she, so Kayla, mid-sentence somewhere, says something along the lines of like, yeah, when I got out of the pen, <laughs> Deanna heard it. So finally, <laughs> she, she was in your chair. Oh, yeah. And what did she, I don't remember what she happened. She was like, what are you doing? <laughs> is this safe? What are you doing? And I was like, what are you talking about? And then she says everything. And I tried to keep a straight face. I couldn't fucking do it. I mean, I'd let it go on for like maybe eight minutes. Right. Maybe nine. And then I was like, bitch, it's Will. Like, you got fucking played. She was like, motherfucker. I was so good. Oh, it was so good. And I was like, that child is literally 16 years old. What the fuck kind of life do you think she's lived by now? There was a point. When when I was telling Deanna all this stuff, there was a point where she was like, um, should I put my purse in my car? <laughs> she did. <laughs> so that was my check-in. Oh, I my God. I laughed my fucking ass off this morning when I was getting ready for work. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Oh I, I thought you would think it was funny. So fucking great. So fucking great. Um, by the way, uh, I just want to say that your fucking eyebrows have settled down and they look amazing. I thank you, sir. You're welcome. I do agree. At first they were they were a little scary. A little Joan Crawford. They were a little Joan Crawford and I was like, mm. No more I don't usually like promote shit like this that it's not you know because I don't want to like single anybody out or right. make it feel like I'm giving favoritism but because it actually happened to me mm-hmm. I will say if you're in the area you do have to go there because I had nothing like blonde almost non-existent um, I hated drawing them on it was like yeah. a fucking chessboard on my goddamn face because I'd do one side wouldn't match do the other side I was done with it uh, found her Totally by happenstance. Right. How I found her. I was about to go to somebody else. So glad I didn't. You had been looking for a long for, time. Like a year and a half. And you've sure. you found other very... I did. There's so many very, very talented, talented people. However, I settled um, with with her because her work was just stellar. And, and, and her before pictures of people that were more like me. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, not only that though. Not only is she really fucking like a genius with brows. Uh... The funniest, most adorable person you're ever going to meet in your life. She is a Brazilian fucking spicy habanero. <laughs> like She's if, amazing. If, if a fucking... She's pretty, too. If a spicy pepper could be in human form, it would be this bitch. So... Uh, I can't say enough about her. I've been telling all my clients about her, and she's probably booked up until 2024. But if you can get in, I highly recommend it. But She has a long wait list. She... Deservedly so. Yeah. But um, she also does for a few actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. She does have some. We can't name no, we because won't. of but, privacy. Yeah, but. but she does have a celebrity clientele. Yeah. But um, she did seek pity on me <laughs> and got me. She snuck me in. And 
I actually fell in love with her like as a person. She is adorable. In fact, we got along so well that she forgot to do before and after pictures. (laughs) Because we were laughing so much. And then she even texted me later and she was like, God damn it. I fucking forgot. And like, I never do that. And I said, I know I have that effect on people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your luck. So anyways, um, I will tag. I I would like to, if we could, like just, I'm going to tag. Yeah, we, yeah, we can totally do that. Because as a woman in her forties and a lot of, um, women in my age, can attest to this. We lose our fucking hair. Like you, your landscape changes around your temples and around the forehead. Uh, it, it things start to thin. Mm-hmm. One of the first things to go is eyebrows. Well, so that and the I, pain of the nineties when everybody was plucking and waxing. That is skinny. Yeah, I mean, really. That that's what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and we talked about that. We actually laughed about that because mm-hmm. I mean that bitch knew when I laid down how old I was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what gave it away? And she was like, it's not your face. It's your eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. So, uh, yeah. my I guess that would be my check-in is that I am so happy. I will say, though, like, at first, they are really they were really jet black, right? Yeah. And one night, Dwight and I were laying on the couch, and he looked at me, and he goes, you always look angry. <laughs> and I'm like... Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> because I'm fucking devastated. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. And I said, I'm not angry. And he goes, smile. So I smiled and he goes, okay, maybe not. Maybe it's just the color. I said, I promise you they'll settle. Yeah. They and they did. Amazing. Just like she said, they settled. They look real. I mean, they really do look real. She was yeah. like, I'm not going to do. I will say what makes her special. It's not microblading that she did. Where it's like those little strokes that looks like right. hair strokes. When you are like a bald fucking eagle. You have to fill. And Phil. Right. And Phil. So she did a micro shading. And oh. that's why it looks real. Because there's no hair stroke. So whatever. Um, highly recommend it. I'll set you guys up. Because I know that you're like biting at the bit when you're listening to this. Yeah. And you're going, bitch, I don't have any fucking eyebrows. Well, guess what? I will fix you up. Let's add Let's add her uh, to our website. I you want to do that? Yeah, I can uh, do Provide that. a link and a little information about her on our website. Yeah. I mean, like I'll... Yeah, I'll send a thing to her and you see want... if she's cool with that. I mean, I don't, I don't see why she wouldn't be. Okay. But so you can find Gabby on Instagram. It's Gabby Browse. That's G A B I B R O W S, and her website is Gabby Browse, just like what I spelled. dot com to yeah. check out more about her. Mm-hmm. And hooked on phonics. Worked for me. <laughs> Why do you say that? G A B I B R O W S. Gabby Browse. <laughs> Jesus Murphy. <laughs> Unless you've been living under a rock, you know there isn't really a gay agenda. Oh, but there is a queer agenda. As in the queer as fuck party game that you can enjoy with friends and fellow allies, or even your adversaries. The Queer Agenda card game was made by the community, for the community, and created for your playing pleasure by the LGBTQA team at Fitz Games. Seriously, Cotton Muffins, this game is so fun. Even the fucking box feels like a high-end Italian leather shoe. Will's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the Queer Agenda includes hilarious question cards like, I'm giving up dairy, gluten, and blank. And I'm going to use my answer card, Dancing at Denny's on a Weeknight. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we can't forget the embarrassingly awesome dare cards. Oh yeah, like the one where our friend was dared to wear your panties on her face as a mask. And she did it, pulled it <laughs> off. The Queer Agenda has become one of our favorite games to shake shit up on game nights and the expansion packs take it even further. Visit FitzGames.com. That's Fitz, F-I-T-Z, Games.com. And because Fitz Games are dedicated cunt muffins like you, use the promo code NEXT Tuesday 10 to save on your first purchase. Happy, Happy playing! playing. So, uh, William, mm -hmm. I am waiting with bated breath for the fucking that you have mm -hmm. in store for us. I have a really, 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 really good story this week. Okay. Really fucking good story. Oh, now I, I have tingles now. I feel like the story that you told last episode yeah. was a little dark. Do you think? And mine is a little dark. Okay. But there is a little light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. This is a fucking impeccable story. Okay, dive in. In, in my opinion. Alright. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we can all use a little light right about now. Shit. I'm telling the story of not my baby. Not my baby. Not my baby. Yeah. Is this the... Is this the one that was like a... A wallaby took my baby. This is... This is fucking insane. Okay, go okay. for it. Are yep. you ready? Yeah. This is... Crazy. All right, do it. Before I go into the story, I just want to say that um, there is the docu-series I Survived that has covered it, and there's a lot of other media that has covered it as well. I think a couple of podcasts have covered it, too. Um, but I but fuck them, we don't care. Yeah, I personally remember seeing this episode of I Survived, and when we got into doing season two of Color You Next like, Tuesday. Like, yeah, it's not all murder, it's just Fuckery. I was like, okay. I have to tell this story because it is so fucking good. Then do it. It was the year 2009 in Washington, D.C. Okay. Tika Adams was 28 and was homeless. This is... Sounds familiar because okay. I'm all about... You know, how, you know me. This is so okay. fucking good. All right, go. So Tika decided to check herself into a shelter... And she wanted to change her life's direction. She ends up meeting this guy named PJ through, I guess, through the shelter. Um, and they eventually ended up getting married. And Tika gets pregnant mm -hmm. by PJ. Okay. Somewhere down the line, she starts getting random messages through her, her cell phone. And, like, I guess, like, phone calls and messages from a person named Stephanie. Stephanie told her that she worked for a program that helped homeless moms that were expecting babies to get back on their feet. And the program was said to offer things like uh, strollers, diapers, clothing, toys, all of the essential stuff that you would need to have when you're having a baby, mm -hmm. right? This is so... Oh, I think... This is so good. Oh, I... In my... Okay. This is so good. I think I might know. Okay. Yeah. So, because Tika and PJ were both living in the homeless shelter, basically, they they needed every single assistance that they could get a hold of mm -hmm. because they were basically coming from nothing. nothing. And when Stephanie came along and was offering this assistance through this program, they were both like, we have to check into 
getting some help. Mm-hmm. So Stephanie offers the help. Chica decides to take the help. She was told by Stephanie that there was a warehouse where they had lots of donated items. Chica was invited by Stephanie to go with her to this warehouse where she could pick things up that she needed. Mm -hmm. But Chica didn't have a car. She didn't have any transportation because she was living in a shelter and she just didn't have it. So Chica gets into the car with Stephanie. Stephanie said, I'll drive you, girl. Like, it ain't no big deal. I'll take you to the warehouse. On the way to the warehouse, Stephanie was saying that they had to stop because the car was acting funny and it was having issues and and she wanted to stop at their apartment. So they stop at the apartment. Tika goes into the apartment with Stephanie. Stephanie then puts on a movie, which is kind of weird. She put on the movie Precious. Like, I forgot all about that movie until I, like, did all this discovery. Yeah. And then Stephanie, the person that was trying to help Tika, starts doing all this random shit around the apartment because that makes sense. Um, Call that buying time. Yeah. But Tika was like, you know, this lady is helping me. I'm not going to do anything to be rude because she's in that particular situation. Yeah. Of like, you know, not yeah. pushing too much or whatever. So Tika's like, I'll stay, watch the movie. While they're watching the movie, PJ, Tika's husband, calls Tika on her cell phone asking where she was. He was really nervous, like hadn't heard from her in a little while or whatever. But Tika was like, it's fine, PJ. This girl's helping me. We're just waiting on her car to get fixed. Whatever. It's no big deal. I'll let you know. I'll call you soon. So as Tika is still in the apartment with Stephanie, they're watching the movie. The movie ends. Precious. Mm-hmm. Obvious. I've never seen that movie, but... Well, whatever. Yeah. So it ends. Stephanie puts on another movie. That's weird. So Tika's like, what the fuck? But I'm still going to sit here. So they start watching the second movie together. Probably, I don't know what point in time of this movie that was that was playing, a blanket is thrown over Tika's head. She was then being hit by a heavy object. She didn't know what the fuck was happening. She pulls the blanket off, and there is blood pouring from her head mm. into her eyes, into Mm-mm. her face, all of that. Tika gets up and starts running for the front door of the apartment because... You got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And she's trying to. Mm-hmm. Tika and Stephanie begin to fight because Tika's trying to get the fuck out. But she can't see because she's got the blood in her eyes. She's being choked by Stephanie. Stephanie Shh. grabs a fireplace poker and beats Tika in the head around 40 more times. Jesus Christ. During the fight and from the many blows from Stephanie hitting Tika, Tika passes out. Sometime later, Tika wakes up and realizes that she has been drugged to the kitchen and Stephanie is rambling through the kitchen drawers because that's a fucking red flag. Big <laughs> Some red flag. Shit's going down mm-hmm. already. Stephanie gets down next to Tika, who can barely move while they're in the kitchen. And because she's had her ass whooped, she can't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. She sees that Stephanie has a box cutter. And then Stephanie stabs her with it. Oh, my God. Tika starts to bleed everywhere. Stephanie leaves the room. She starts to pray for forgiveness. Like, that's going to help her. Lord, please forgive me. I'm Mm -mm. a sinner. Shit like that. You know, same old song and dance. Mm -hmm. But Tika's lost so much blood, she can barely move. She can't go anywhere. 
Stephanie starts trying to clean up the blood. Nobody's really sure why, but she does. Then she drags Tika to a mattress in an empty room, takes her cell phone, and leaves her on the mattress. She also ties her up on the mattress. At this point, uh-uh. at this point, Tika is like, shit is very fucking real. Tika thinks it's a good idea to start a conversation with Stephanie mid all this crisis and bullshit. Being that they had conversations in the car ride when they were on the way to the warehouse, which ended up being the apartment. Mm-hmm. She wanted to start saying things to get Stephanie's attention, like, I know about your family. I would never tell on you because I don't believe that families should be separated. You know, I'll never tell anyone about this. That kind of stuff. To try and get Stephanie to kind of click out of everything. Yeah. Clearly she was in a raging psychosis. Right. She wanted to kind of like build a connection with her. Yeah. Make Make her seem like a real person. Yeah. Yeah. And then at one point Tika was like... Girl, I, like what, like, like I got to get out of here. And even Stephanie, her attacker, was like, I got to get out of here too. And then Tika's like, yeah, girl, we got to get out of here. Like, we, we got to go. Like, this is too much. So she just played on whatever um, Stephanie's emotions were. Which is really smart. Really fucking smart. Really fucking smart. Really smart. Yeah. So at this point, and I hate to say this, but it's been three nights. Uh, Tika was held captive yeah. for three fucking nights. She was allowed to eat over these days. She was allowed to use the restroom, but only in a bucket. Throughout Tika's entire kidnapping, Stephanie continually played movies and would often take phone calls, but she would be back and forth, in with Tika, out on the phone, in with Tika, starting over another fucking movie. It's insanity. The third night, Stephanie comes into the room with supplies. She has towels, a bucket of ice water, scissors, box cutters, and a kitchen knife. What the fuck? Like, mm, what the fuck? I don't like the sounds of this. Stephanie then wraps Tika's head in duct tape. She only left her nose open so Tika could breathe. But the rest of her, she couldn't see. She couldn't open her mouth. Nothing. Could you imagine if no, you had I a sinus infection during that? Like, I couldn't imagine. I mean, for real. Yeah, for real. That's the worst that you're concerned. That's that's what you're concerned about? A sinus infection? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, besides all the other crazy shit. Uh-huh. This is where it gets, like... Darker? Yeah. Okay. Stephanie starts cutting into Tika. She's mm. using kitchen knives and box cutters. Mm. Tika felt everything that she was doing uh-huh. because Tika was wide a fucking wake. <laughs> she couldn't even found her drugs. Yeah. Stephanie was having a hard time cutting through Tika's skin. Because uh, you're not a fucking surgeon? She started to pick at it, at the muscle, at the layers of skin. Jesus. Trying to get into her uterus. Mm. Tika said the entire time that Stephanie was trying to cut her open... The Michael Jackson movie, This Is It, was playing loud in the background. And throughout the entire assault, if the Michael Jackson movie got to a certain part, Stephanie would go in and rewind and can't play in the same fucking part. Why? Was it loud or something? It must have been loud or something. I don't know if it was loud and cover. I'm sure it... I mean, she was playing it loud. I mean, she just said that. But I don't know if psychologically there was a certain song that was triggering Stephanie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From all of that torture, 
Tika finally passes out from shock, loss of blood, everything else. Mm -hmm. Tika wakes up and sees that Stephanie is asleep in a ball in front of that bedroom door. Mm. Tika decides that she has to get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. Her plan was to slowly stand up and quietly get to the door. She goes to step over Stephanie, and a drop of blood falls onto Stephanie's face. Mm. But Stephanie doesn't wake up. Wow. Yeah. So Tika's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. All right? I'm finna go. Tika is stepping over Stephanie. She slowly walks down the hallway inside of the apartment, heading to the door. As she's walking down the hallway, she's supporting herself with the wall, and her fucking insides fall out. Of course they do. Like her stomach Mm-mm. and her intestines. Mm-mm. She picks them up, holds them like a fucking football, and keeps on a moving. That is one tough ass A tough bitch. fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. She gets out of the apartment. She starts yelling for help. She's knocking on the doors of all of the surrounding neighbor Smart. apartments. Just keep banging. Yep. Nobody fucking answers. But enough noise is made. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine in that situation. Complex. Yeah, like, you would just, yeah. Yeah. God damn it, I'm getting chills. Yeah. So they were on the second floor of the apartment building. Mm-hmm. She makes her way down the stairs. And, with, I mean, she has had so much trauma to her body. Oh, yeah, physical trauma. Right. Yeah. And she's literally her fucking Not to mention the guts are hanging out. Emotional trauma, but yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She fucking passes out on her way down. Oh, no. Which is a... That's horrible, yeah. you know? Stephanie comes out of the apartment. She sees Tika at the bottom of the stairs because Tika has passed out. Mm-hmm. Stephanie runs and is trying to get her up and get her back into the apartment. Tika wakes up. She starts fighting again because this bitch is ruthless. Mm -hmm. Like, she is going to fucking survive. Mm -hmm. Swinging, biting, whooping Stephanie's fucking ass. A guy from the third floor hears the screams. He comes out of his apartment to see what's happening. Stephanie tries to lie and say that she's trying to help a crazy woman. Tika's yelling at the man. Help me, she's trying to kill me. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on because he can't see what's happened to her body. She's wearing a navy blue oversized t-shirt. God, so he can't see the blood. Until Tika says, fuck it. She pulls up the shirt and shows the man on the third story that her guts are hanging out of her body. And the man literally goes, I'm calling the fucking police. Yeah. For sure. So he runs in. Stephanie knows that shit's really hit the fan for her. Mm-hmm. She looks at Tika like, I should have fucking killed you. Mm-hmm. And then she turns around and she runs away. Oh, that's not going to last long. The EMT, the police, the fire, obviously all of that stuff show up. Tika's still wearing the oversized shirt because, you know, that's all she really had. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the woman had stripped her a little bit of like the rest of her clothes, but she still had the shirt on. Mm-hmm. But the EMT kept asking her during this whole situation, ma'am, are you hurt? Ma'am, are you hurt? Because mm-hmm. she didn't look hurt, right? Mm-hmm. She fucking pulled that shirt up again showed it to her. and showed one of the EMT people and he almost threw up. Yeah, I'm sure. Jesus, it's horrific. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's beyond crazy. They rushed her to the emergency room. They obviously had to put her under for surgery. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she's pregnant. When she wakes up, 
PJ, her husband, was by her side. The first thing that she thought of was her baby. Of course. When she woke up, the nurses obviously came into the room because they, you know, they know that she's awake or whatever. They are checking on her, and she goes, where's my baby? Like, what happened? And the nurses told her that she had given birth to a beautiful baby girl. Mm. And Tika, being the bad bitch that she is, named the baby Miracle because she said her baby survived and she survived and it was a miracle. Holy fucking hell. I know. I would love to meet that bitch. That is, like, to me, uh, strong... Fucking will bad to ass survive. Bitch. Yeah, that's a that's a mama bear right there. So good for you, Tika. I'm so proud of you. When Tika was asked why she survived, this was her answer. I survived because I was coming to a point in my life where I started to love myself and respect myself and cherish life. And I also survived because of God and and my support system. I know a lot of people love me. And I know that God loves me. And like they say, God looks after babies and fools. (laughs) And at that time, I had a baby and I was a fool. Yeah, right? That's, like, incredible. Her answer was incredible. So what happened... Honest. What happened to Stephanie? Well, her name is really not Stephanie. It's Veronica Doramus. And Stephanie Veronica ended up turning herself in. Stephanie (laughs) Veronica. Yeah, well, you know, because I don't want to confuse people Mm because there's so many names being thrown around. So Stephanie Veronica ended up turning herself in later that same afternoon of the attempted murder, Mm -hmm. because that's what it fucking was, Um, Stephanie Veronica also pled guilty. Wow. And was sentenced to, guess how how long? Four years. Uh, 25. Thank God. I thought this was going to be one of those stories where it's like, "Mm." But that ain't shit. I, no, I 25 agree. years? No, because it's her... For it's, all of that? I don't think that's fair either because it's, first of all, the mother and the baby. Right. So I would literally think minimum 30 years each. Exactly. Human, but... But here's the fuck. Here's the fucked up part about this. Oh my this. God, this gets more fucked up? Veronica said that she offered money to Tika for the baby in her defense. Mm. No evidence has ever been found to support that claim because it's not fucking true. She fucking took an opportunity to try and get Tika's baby. Okay, so if she offered, if she, just playing devil's advocate, right. not that I believe it. Right. How does that claim hold water? Because if she offered her the money for the baby, clearly, by the way that you attacked her, she said no. Right. If she said yes, that would be a moot fucking point, and, the, yes. and there would be no stabbing or uterus cutting. She was trying to hood on. She was trying to hold I on know. to that hood game and yeah, yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm running an underground operation no. and all no, that no, shit." No, 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 and no, like, no. no, no one's buying it. So Tika, being the strong, no fucks given, badass bitch that she is, mm-hmm. she went to the goddamn trial, 
And oh, love it. I'm I, I don't think it I'm not very clear on whether she actually had to testify or not. Mm-hmm. But in her interview, she said she made certain to bring Miracle to the trial mm-hmm. because she wanted Stephanie Veronica to see Miracle because that's the baby that she wanted to steal from her. Yeah. And she wanted to rub it in her face, which I'm totally fully I'm fucking totally support. down for it. But she also said this. She told the judge and her lawyer that she gave me $5,000 in exchange for her to be able to perform her own C-section, and I was going to give her my baby. But then she said that after she gave me the $5,000, that when she came to pick me up, I told her that I had already spent the $5,000 and I wasn't giving her anything. I tried to attack her ass in the courtroom. I jumped over the wall and I went straight for her and the only thing that I can say saved her was my dad. Because the judge was just kind of sitting there like, this is unbelievable. When I went after her in the courtroom, my dad dove on my back and tackled me to the floor like I was a football player. She got 25 years to life, and she's up for parole in 12 years, which is something that I just can't possibly understand. <laughs> I, to this day, I still don't get it. In terms of her parole, when she goes up for parole, I will be there. <laughs> and bring your daughter with you. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. I will be there. Yes, you will. 12 years, 25 years. I like It doesn't this girl. make a difference. Mm-hmm. I like as her. As long as I'm on this earth and I can move my legs, I will be there. She's a badass. I love her. She's a fucking I love her. badass. Tika, if I ever get to meet her in I will person, go with, I will fucking go with you to the yes. parole board. I will that is she is a fucking badass. <sighs> so that is the story of not my baby, Tika Adams. She is a Tika fucking You rock Adams. Yes. Imagine all of no, that. No, I can't. Like, Jesus Christ. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, God bless her. God bless Miracle, PJ, her family. Jesus. Are you tired of looking drab? Want to add a little color to your lazy I've given up COVID wardrobe? Then you should check out the Cunt Muffin merch store. We've got all kinds of creatively fun and some fucked up merch for cunt muffins just like you. On the Cunt Muffin merch store you can find items like the Sorry Sharon. That's to apologize for everything you've said to anybody to humiliate them, make them feel bad about themselves, or just because you're a dick. Our beautiful Color You Next Tuesday logo shirts and let's not forget the most popular and my personal favorite I'm not a hateful person, I just hate people. The Cunt Muffin merch comes in all sizes, various colors, and styles from tank tops and t-shirts to hoodies. We even have tote bags for your groceries or to carry on that explicit trip to the beach. Well, don't forget our Cunt Muffin coffee mugs. Who doesn't want to drink their coffee and shake the shit the fuck up in the morning? I know this bitch does. Our mugs can also be the best camouflage to hide that adult beverage that you've just got to have, like a fucking Baileys. (laughs) In your... Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can find these items of true fuckery and more at colorunexttuesday.com. Remember, that's color. C O L O U R because we are fancy as fuck and now you can be too. Pissy fitters unite! Yay! God damn, I would love to have Bailey's and coffee. Too bad I don't like liquor. And now we're gonna go into Down to Clown. Down to Clown is where one of us tells the other a crazy news story and we ask ourselves, are we Down to Clown? This week is Kristen's Week. This is Kristen with CYNT News, the news that makes your twat waffle. Waffle! Jorge Porto Sierra's plan to burn sex offenders to death was only thwarted when police arrived too soon. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pause, William. Sorry. I'm going to kill you, child molester, <laughs> screamed Jorge Porto Sierra as he poured gasoline on the door of the friendly village inn in Osella? Oscala? Osella. That's what I thought. What state? It's Florida. Uh, it's Osella, right? Osella. Uh, that's, that's what I thought, Ocella. but... Osceola? Nah, it's, it's Osella. It's Osella. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, child molester, screamed Jorge Porto Sierra, as he poured gasoline on the door of the friendly village in, in Osella County, Florida. Shocker. Heroin. <laughs> we got meth, pedophiles. And fuck yous. <laughs> Trailer parks. Trailer parks and fuck yous. Sorry. My bad. With a cigarette in hand, Porto Sierra continued to dump the flammable fluids all over the premises in hopes of setting the property ablaze and burning the sex offenders inside to death. Cannot say I blame you, sir. I'm sorry. That was personal interjection. As Porto Sierra told police, when they arrived on the scene before he could carry out his plan, he intended to barbecue all the child molesters on fire and kill them. <laughs> but with the police on hand to foil his plans, Porto Sierra instead ended up under arrest. I don't know that I think that's fair. <laughs> okay. Anyways, police soon confirmed that 50-year-old Porto Sierra was indeed trying to kill four sex offenders. Four, four? In the same inn? How did he find all this? He is a man on the town. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he knows peeps. I hate people. At least two of them indeed convicted as such by setting their rooms on fire at the friendly village inn in Motel in Kissimmee. An Osella County detective said that the man attend uh, mm, an Osella County mm, an Osella County detective said that the man admitted his plan, causing him to be charged with four con mm, not four cunts. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> You're charged with four, four cunts! <laughs> Sorry, Sharon. An Osella County detective said that the man admitted his plan, causing him to be charged with four counts of attempted murder. According to the police report, a man was standing outside of his room when Porter Sierra jumped out of his car and began screaming at the individual. Terrified? Hmm, were you scared? Were you scared, child rapist? Imagine what the kids felt, you fucking piece of shit. Sorry, that was me. <laughs> Terrified, the man went back into his room, prompting Porto so Porto Soto? No. Porto Vareto. Uh, Porto Sierra. <laughs> uh, Porto Sierra. Uh, Porto Sierra. Sounds like a fine wine. 
The man ran back into his room, prompting Porto Sierra to break one of the motel's windows and pour gasoline inside. I don't like where your head's at. <laughs> Meanwhile, the man and his roommate escaped through the back window, but Porto Sierra's rampage wasn't over yet. Porto Sierra, I don't, just call him Jorge. Yeah. Like, what's with the fucking hyphen? You call him Jorge. Jorge then reportedly attacked two other individuals inside a car in the hotel parking lot by ramming his black Ford Focus into the vehicle. It's a Focus, so I don't know what they were driving. A fucking Miata? He then poured gasoline into the car through an open window. Fucking regal. I mean, whatever. (laughs) Deputies then arrived on the scene where they say Jorge surrendered right away. Waving his Miranda rights. Dumb. Jorge then confessed and told the authorities, they raped kids, they are child molesters, that all live here, and they deserve to die. I concur. (laughs) Set them ablaze. (laughs) Jorge to the day. (laughs) Osella County is indeed known for being something of a haven for sex offenders. Can't imagine why. It's kissing me. There's a... I.E. Disney. Trailer park. Children. No, there is a trailer park in every fucking corner in Florida. Yeah. Because it isn't with any restricted range of schools, playgrounds, and churches. As such, there is actually a history of registered sex offenders living at the Friendly Village Inn and Motel. Duh. That's, Hence why Jorge went there. That's the I one. mean, do the fucking math. That's the one. That's the one. There's documentaries I know, I've and seen shit. It. I've seen that. it. And he had every right to... Uh, I will reserve my comments. <laughs> yeah. In fear that it may incriminate me. Right. <laughs> According to the Inquisitor, some 430 sex offenders were living in the Kissimmee area at the time of the incident. That's a lot. That's a that's a fucking shit ton. And that's, that's that is Disney, a shit Disney ton. area, right? That's correct, friend. Moreover, approximately 20 listed the friendly village in a motel as their home address. Who oh, did they? Again, fucking shocker. <laughs> With some knowledge of the area's density of sex offenders in mind, I am going to point out two places in this great country that breed fucking sex offenders. I'm ready to hear this. You ready? Yeah. Super Bowl. (laughs) And fucking Florida. (laughs) With some knowledge of the area's density of sex offenders in mind, Jorge attempted to enact fiery vigilante justice on the sex offenders inside. I feel like you needed to call Dexter. <laughs> we have 10 we have 10 episodes coming, sir. Take notes. On showtime. Can't fucking wait. When the police asked why he didn't follow through with the plan, Jorge said, "Because you got here too soon." Yes, sir. <laughs> I oh, shit. You love this shit. I fucking love Jorge. I know. I do. I love I'm not about murder. Right. I am about taking out pedophiles. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Anybody who knows me knows it's not a fucking secret. <laughs> so William, are you down to clown? Uh it's a catch twenty two. I agree. I understand his emotional part behind that, mm-hmm. but I, I do feel like we have laws in place that can take care of that situation. In a better way. Okay. If that makes sense. It does. I, on the other hand, am completely all about vigilanteism. (laughs) Yeah, no, you are. (laughs) And as a parent, I say, well done, Jorge, and where can I send a check? Right. 
I'm just joking. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm kind of joking, but I'm not joking. Like it's a, it, again, how Cash 22. How can I pulse How can I take them down, sir? <laughs> Listen, I'm like the female Dexter of pedophiles. Yeah. So, what the fuck? <laughs> I, that's not true. I, I haven't killed anybody. I've like, I mean, I've dreamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I have like fantasies but she and never, shit, but I've she actually never, never done it. No, yeah. I never. Mm. Uh, well, depend factor. You touch my kid, you're dead. Uh, right. Outside of that, no. I mean, I get it. I understand why vigilantism is a thing, right? Because the law does let us down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can give many examples, but no one has time for that. And I have a fucking IPA chilling in my fridge right now that I need to go and check on. Uh, and I have a chihuahua downstairs who wants some loving. Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up by saying that if you touch a kid, you need to die. I didn't say by my hand, by someone's hand. Maybe right. the hand of God. I agree with that. Other than that, uh, fuck off. Have a great night. And uh, don't touch children. Yeah. Don't kill women for their babies. And you know what? Life will be fine. If you want to learn more about the cop, the, mm, the cop cast. If you want to learn more about the, the corn fest. <laughs> Howdy doody. Well, how to do to do? Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Barely getting by. It's all taken, it's all given. You just do you lose your do mind. It? Yeah, I would. Okay. I can't. <laughs> I swear sometime that man is out to get me. Jolene. Jolene, I'm gonna piss Jolene, Jolene. To learn more about us, visit colorunexttuesday.com. Remember, we spell color C O L O U R because Kristen is pointing to her vagina. And I'm fancy as fuck. Through the website, you can visit our merch store, find links to our social media, and send us a private message. If you have links to crazy news stories, fucked up stories about murder or random shitty stuff, anonymous personal stories of your own, or maybe you just have some suggestions for the show, you can send us an email to colorunexttuesday at gmail.com. Connect and hang out with us on social media by finding us on the Book of Faces, Instagram, and the Tiki Toki. Search for Color You Next Tuesday. Make sure you're subscribed to Color You Next Tuesday podcast on your favorite listening platform. If you're an Apple podcast or iTunes user, leave us a fucking review. You can also invite your like-minded come-up-and friends to join us at our secret club so we can shake the shit the fuck up together. We thank you for listening, and remember, we're not mad at you, we're, we're mad, mad at, at the, the dirt. dirt. We recorded so A lot tonight, a lot tonight, even though the gods are crazy, <laughs> even though the stars are blind. You can show me real love, baby. I'll show you mine. We can take it nice and naughty. Two commercials. An interview. A fucking episode. Let's go drink.